Hey everyone, welcome back to another Stigmas and Open Wounds. I am Tracy. And I'm Eric. Alright. So this one should be a, a fun, different, interesting one. This one this week, we have our pets part of the family. Can, which, can which pets be? Which, by the way, the cats are very active, so they will they probably are. be a part of this podcast because... Yeah, so if they're not part of the family, they're part of this podcast. Because they're going to be running around, smashing into each other and mm-hmm. doing whatever it is they do. But I do have a question for you right off the bat, Eric. Are pets part of the family? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Did not even think about it. Right there. Pets are part of the family, huh? So this is... I, I don't know. Well, I would assume this is works the same way with... I would just assume so. We don't have kids, so the pets oh. are definitely our kids. Right. And I don't know. Maybe that's weird, but I pro- I'm going to venture a guess that that is not very abnormal. No, um, I, think, I think there's a lot of people who... Who don't, if you don't have kids, you kind of, that kind of fills the gap. And even and people with kids, I think. It doesn't go quite up there, but they're, it's like they're secondary kids. Yeah, your kids, your kids are still always going to outrule your, your right. pets, but the pets are I mean, still unless very your much kids part are of being the family. Real dicks that day, <laughs> then you're like, well, first well, place. There are days <laughs> like that where I want to, want to, Disavow yes. any knowledge of these cats too. So <laughs> yes. very, very, very much so. And it's funny because there's a lot of times where people are like, "Oh man, animals—they they just they make your house messy." But then I think about it, and I'm like, you know what? Other family members—they make your house messy too. You know, you were gone for for about a day and a half or so this weekend, and it's kind of like. Wow, Eric's toothpaste isn't on on the bathroom counter. That's nice. And I know, I know, you're shaking your head like, why is that always your go-to? It's just, there's little things. And don't get me wrong, I have my stuff. When I leave the house, my stuff isn't strewn about the coffee table. So there's things. We all have our, our stuff. So it's like when we go to an Airbnb, we don't have cat fur places. And that feels really nice. But you know what? then we don't have the cats to sleep with. And that's sad. So you look at what you gain and what you lose with your your family members, whether it's a furry family member or a human family member. So you kind of look at that and say, oh, they make messes. But guess what? So do your human family members. Mm-hmm. So so these are kind of kind of the interesting things. But what's really interesting is is that we have a, a cat right now who is having some issues, and uh, and this <laughs> right now Eric is actually having some issues sleeping, and I was having this last month because of this, and and it's really interesting because I thought I was gonna go into the whole oh great now I'm gonna go and not sleep for about a week and a half, but apparently Eric took it over, over this, this time. time. Yeah. So. yeah so, so and on top of that, really Tracy also slept twice as late as she normally does. Too. Maybe it just I, felt that way because- I took an anxiety got, pill because I had a, a really bad migraine last night and I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep. So that's, I think, the only reason I could sleep last night. Yeah. And I had a dream about a migraine. So, <laughs> so Which is just a weird thing to dream about. If you have a bad enough migraine, you sleep about or you dream about it but yeah because because we are having a cat who's having um 
he just gained a, a seizure disorder. And, and let me tell you, when you have a cat that has a seizure disorder, it really puts things into perspective and it no longer becomes a cat. It definitely becomes a, a child, which he already was a child to us. But there's been a lot of worry within the last month too, month or two for us. And, and that's, you know, so, so you may have seen, you may have seen that I haven't been posting as much on our, our social media because I've just really been, been dedicating a lot of time to our little boy. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, cause I've just been, he's been taking a lot of extra medication. <laughs> so I've, I've just been, been with him. But what was interesting was, was about a month ago, he had a, a seizure at three o'clock in the morning. So for a week and a half, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, expecting him to have another seizure. And that's just something that the mom in me had, it had wired that I was afraid. And now Eric, because the other day he had one again, same time. Now Eric is waking up about that time and he couldn't sleep last night. I hope it doesn't last for the next three weeks. So no, it was a week and a half for me. But oh, yeah, I hope I, I hope okay. it doesn't. But a week and a half was bad enough because I could <clears throat> not sleep and at least I could take naps during the day. You have you have a lot going on and you can't take three hour naps during. <laughs> I can if I need to. Yeah, if, if you it really... comes to that point, I will definitely be taking naps. Yeah. So, but I mean, right there kind of proves that if they aren't partially our children we wouldn't be waking up mm. in the middle of the night worried about them so they mean they they mean the world to us is mm. is kind of kind of what that what that means you know so so i think we would we would really do anything for our cats you know and i remember back in the day i had a friend who was like you know before i had my dog i i never understood why people would get so gaga over their animals and why they would get so sad when they passed away or why they would treat them like children. But now that I have my dog, oh my <laughs> gosh, I don't want anybody to say anything to me. Like, I get it. I take everything back because she is my baby. And the way she was with her dog, it was adorable. So yeah, I mean, I can see. And I think a lot of times until you have that connection with your animal, with your with your furry child, you don't get that. So, so it is really hard until, because each, each animal has their own personality and you don't really see it until you spend a little bit of time with them. I mean, each of our boys has their own personalities and we're like, we can't choose which one is cooler. They're apples and oranges, we say, mm. because they are so cool in their own way. They have their own personality. And you don't see that unless you spend time with them. And that's really like kids. You know, we say we don't like kids, but then, you know, you spend enough time with, with a certain kid. You're like, that kid is cool if I could have a kid like that. But then I also say, I'm just not built for, for being a mom. It's just not, not me. But then, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't understand it until you have a pet of your own or a furry child of your, of your own. And it, it is kind of kind of funny how that how that does happen hi sterling <laughs> the other thing that's interesting is you don't even realize how many people start to to think of this i saw a commercial the other day and i only saw this once i wanted it to air again it, it came to the point where i was like did i imagine this mm -hmm. 
I saw there's a pet company. I don't know if it's a pet food or pet litter. Part of me wants to say it's a pet litter, but it might be pet food. Apparently, there's 40 some percent of people, if they're in a domestic, like a domestically bad relationship, they will say in that relationship, if they cannot take their their animal somewhere, like say we have this harbor house for domestically abused women by us, say they can't bring their their dog cat with them, they might stay in that relationship because I want my cat, I want my dog, mm-hmm. but this this pet company is providing housing for people who want to leave that relationship but want to take their animal with them and now are they and, just providing housing for the animal or are no, they pro- for the person and, and the, the animal, animal. So, so say so say you are abusing me in some way and i want to leave but i want to take frankie and sterling with me i can they'll provide housing i mean and i don't know if it is everywhere yet i don't know if it's in this i'm sure it's on a very small scale at this point right but right but it's a sign that there's a huge company getting on board with this that that, and it's a sign that that they're gonna fix this problem over the next 10 12 15 years hopefully where and and it's a sign that there's a lot of people mm, who are staying put because of their pet Mm -hmm. you know and and it's i think that's a really interesting angle and a really neat thing for a company to jump into because that's ideal ideal for their space. They're obviously doing a huge help to the, to the com- communities across the country by providing this service. Right. So I think it's great that, that right. something like that exists and what an out-of-the-box thought yeah. by them right. to, of something to get into. There's a hundred things. They could be rescuing animals and stuff like that, but they took a very but different like, tactical But they're like, hey, I know that some of you guys are staying in this relationship. I mean- and you and I, we we joke, and this isn't probably something to joke about, but you're like, I'm going to divorce you. And I'm like, fine, but Frankie's coming with me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So that that shows like, hey, that's that's probably something seriously that's happening that that if somebody wants a divorce, they're like, well, fine, but this, this pet is coming with me. And they're like, no, that's not actually happening. But then if they leave middle of the night and they can go somewhere and actually find somewhere, but Finding housing with pets can be hard, and I and I think a lot of people, a lot of people without pets would hear that story of what that pet company is doing and mm-hmm. thinking, well, that's just silly. Is that really necessary? Right. But but I think that that's just a stop. Think about that. Reflect on that right. for a second. And you realize how how important these animals are to people, right? And how especially how much of an effect they have on and those especially people. if you are trying to. If, if that's the one thing that you have when you're trying to leave this relationship and you have that security, it's like your security blanket. It, it, it is that one person who understands you. Like when I'm not feeling well or I'm sad or whatever, my cats, they understand me. They get me. They love me. Not that you don't, but I don't have to say much to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to them, you know. Mm-hmm. So so they get me. And especially if we were in a, a bad space. I could take them with me, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I get you. You well, don't have to say anything to me." And I think it's mo- it goes beyond just that. There are probably people that simply aren't willing to leave, not because they can't live without the animal, but that animal th- 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 could be. In a you're bad in a bad situation with, here right? right now, and you're not going to run from that mm-hmm. situation and leave your poor a- animal. Right? In Who that knows situation. what's going to happen to that animal then? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like like if you're in it 
a, a relationship where domestic abuse happens, you're not going to trust that other person mm-hmm. to take care of this pet that you care so deeply for. Yeah. You know. But it was it was just interesting though seeing that commercial. I was like, well, I'm glad we didn't didn't record this episode yet because that that shows that if forty some percent of people actually are staying in this relationship because of their pet, that means something. That mm-hmm. means that that they they are part of the family. They're not well, yeah, just and, they're not just and it further a pet. reiterates that point that that how closely knit mm-hmm. these animals are like. Like, if you're a person that doesn't have a pet and just doesn't understand why a person does the things they do with a pet, well, just listen to that statistic. I mean, it clearly shows that that is more than just an animal to to the people that have it in your house. You might look at it and say, there's this annoying cat running around this person's house. Why would they want that? But it's not that because that's their best friend. That's their whatever, their companion. That's the person that sits with them during the day when they feel down. That's, you know, that's the head that tries to rub up against you when, (laughs) when you're, when you're pissed off about something. It's, it's a very powerful thing. It is. It really is. You know, and I remember you said growing up, you'd see, you would hardly see somebody's cat because they would just hide. But if you get that, that right cat or that right relationship with that cat, that it means something and maybe that cat won't come out for just anybody but it'll come out for you because mm. it's it's yours and in now i don't think that in any scenario somebody would love an animal more than they love their own children but there, I, right I, but there's moments I'm I'm coming, sure. <laughs> approaching this from a perspective of i don't have kids so i don't really exactly. know that dynamic really well i just feel like when i look at my cats i'm like these cats they're kind of there reliant. They're they're reliant on us for the rest of their lives. They're right. going to be here. They're going to be by our sides for the rest of our lives. You have kids. They're going to grow up, and they're just they're not going to need you anymore. So you know right. you kind of lose them at some point in time. But your cat is there from the day from the day it's born mm-hmm. to the well. I mean, from the day you obtain yeah. it to the day it dies, it's right by your side. So mm-hmm. in some ways you have to question whether the dynamic between a person and a pet yeah. could get stronger than even in a person and in a, their yeah, child because, because there's always that one of them yeah. is always dependent upon the other. Yeah, because if, if you think about it in many ways, I've changed so much since I've left my parents, but our cats, they are, they're with us. They're always you with know, us. And, and I saw I saw something somewhere at one point and it was like, you know, play with your pets or or love your pets every day that you see them because they're with you for such a short time but you are with them for their entirety of their life yeah you know so you have to make their life the best which you know i i think we do a pretty good job i like to think i mean obviously sometimes we go on vacation but my parents i promise you when they come (laughs) over they're like oh the boys the boys (laughs) you know that's just a a new fun for them you know like they probably get bored because nobody's around for most of the day but they're probably really excited when (laughs) you know i i love how much my parents love our kids (laughs) so you notice i just said our kids (laughs) but you know, and it's it's really interesting. So I looked up some a few stats because I just wanted to see. I'm like, we can't be the only ones. I feel like there is a trend where more people are adopting kids, <laughs> adopting kids, adopting pets kind of as their their kids. And there was a a, a, a study done by Study Finds 
And apparently in one of the places, seven out of 10 young adults are actually uh, choosing to adopt pets over having children. Wow, that's a that's a staggering st- st- statistic, man. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's a lot of people that I know. Like, I don't know if your cousin, uh, who's gonna get married pretty soon, like next summer, is gonna have kids. But she, you know, as of now, she's got she's got the the dog, and she seems pretty happy with that. She's got rabbits too, I think, right? Yeah, she's got rabbits. Yep, and I feel like that's that's pretty much. She seems pretty happy with that, mm-hmm. and that that seems kind of kind of a kind of like a sticking like happy like yeah this is this is gonna be my life, but now here, here's the fun part of this one. It says that if if something happened where they needed to to um, pay bills, okay, let's see where are the percentages. Nearly half would would start a second job to pay their pets' bills. would start a GoFundMe page, 43% would sell their television, and 41% would start sell their laptop. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's really funny because I work with people sometimes that are in financial straits, and and most of them wouldn't do that stuff to fix their financial problems, but they'll do that to, to for their pets. But you know, it's it's a it's a pet. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where like. I I know I know like right now you know it, it, it's like oh god you know I can get my medication tomorrow but oh Sterling's well I have a headache but it's my baby I gotta go today I have to take care of him you know like there's things where I'm just like it is our cats I have to take care of our cats you know mm. it's it's it is a parental thing you take care of your kids first and and that's that's where <laughs> you know I know yeah. I know I say I I might not be a good parent but. But at least the the one thing is obviously with with cats is you can be a, obviously a little bit more lackadaisical. <laughs> you know they they poop in a litter box. They don't. <laughs> but but it's it's there's there's a thing where I put my cats first in so many ways. But but they also are quite self sufficient in many ways too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do put them first, and I will you know I'll kind of put myself second in depending because mm-hmm. yeah they're they're part of the family and and looking at those numbers apparently <laughs> wow now that's that's some staggering numbers to yeah to that really is... think about and just because like generally in my experience with people when when you start talking about them giving up anything yeah they're there there's n- I feel like a lot of people I talk to, the idea of giving up anything is right. just out of the question for no matter biggest, what. Well, and that, and, and, I, and you're talking there like some entertainment type thing. Right, right. And, and cause, you know, people are like, like, oh, I'm going to go home from work today, going to watch some TV or whatever. And, and it's like these people are going to be like, well, I guess I'm just going to watch it on my phone or whatever. Mm. I don't know. So, so yeah, I mean, that right there, that's love. Mm-hmm. As, as, as sad as it is, we're we're equating selling your your TV to love, but really, in this kind of world, it kind of is. Right? Yeah, and well, and I think what you what you really have to think about is is that no matter whether you have kids or you have pets, I think that there's just something in us that inherently, inherently if somebody depends on us, we want to 
you know, right. support and you know, like be there for them. We want, right. we, we don't want to fail them. There's like that expectation there. It, and that's exactly. where that love comes from. Right. And, and I think it's unreasonable for somebody to think that if you have a cat or a dog or any pet that's reliant on you, that you're not going to have that same trigger as you do with your children. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's the same general concept. I mean, I don't want to undersell, you know, your love for your children, but that's where it's derived from. It's because oh, right. you know that at a young age, you know, these people are not going to make it unless I make sure they make it. Oh, right. And, well, and and even last night, I remember saying something to you about how how somebody can do something to me and I'll only get so mad. But if something somebody does something to you, you know, the fury of God will come out of me. Mm. And that's kind of the same with with our cats. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just that that I'm a protective person. Where if somebody messes with you know you, my cats, whatever, then then I I will do I will do whatever it takes to to protect you guys. So and obviously more so my cats because my cats can only protect themselves to a certain extent. You know they have they have cat powers. Cats could do can do a, a certain amount of things. However, yeah, we have that instinct to protect them because they can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So, And I think it's really important that, that if you're one of those people out there that's extremely, extremely attached to your pet and you think you're weird be- because of it. No. Realize that you're probably not. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe people don't talk about it enough how much they care about their pets, but I think that's a pretty standard thing across the board. That, that oh, I promise you, I was in pet photography for a little bit, and uh, people, yeah, people yeah. like their pets. So and that's, I th- that's why I did it. I don't, so. don't quote me on this, but one of the largest, uh, you know, like two of the largest, um, Areas Fields. that people spend money on is one on pets. their kids, like pets, kids' clothes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And pets is right up there with it. Oh, like, yeah. Like there's there's parents, a reason why they have- People spend a ridiculous amount of money on their pets. Mm-hmm. and Like pet just, costumes for Halloween. There's They've got some really cute ones out there. And that's that's why, because people will do it. I mean, it's it's a one-day costume or, you know, however time, many times do it. But my those God, Those trends exist cute. because pe- it, it's just a- it's a thing. Like yeah. people really get care about their pets. Yeah, people do it. And and I did find some information just while I was looking. And there was uh an increased adoption during the pandemic. So that that did happen as a lot of people know. And I know that there was some talk about how some people had to bring their their animals back. Some people, you know, and and there was like a little bit of controversy about this. For the most part, the numbers showed that the ones that were returned, the reason was because some people lost their jobs or they couldn't get paid as much or whatever. So the reasons that they were returned was because they felt like that they wouldn't be able to take care of that pet uh, to the fullest or so like, you know, maybe I don't have the money to take care of this pet. I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever. that's good that so so they it. understood that you know what this isn't the best home for for this pet anymore. I wanted to help out, but I'm, I can't help out. So I'm actually very surprised though that even that happened because I just feel right like because once you would you, get attached. But yeah, like once you had the cat animal for a few months, you would just get 
so attached to it that yeah and the people that but the people that um i think probably the people statistic if you look at it probably the people that got those pets probably shouldn't be pet pet owners because mm-hmm. i they think are, that there were a lot they of were obviously that- they probably viewed the pet more as like uh as their new xbox more yeah. so than than a member of their family and i do think that there were some of those yeah and i and- well i think it has to be because but i do I, think I, even after like two weeks Two three weeks, you're pretty attached to your pet, right? But I do think that some some probably really were probably did have troubles uh, surrendering that cat or dog or bearded dragon, whatever. If they they realize that you know, I really just don't have the money for this because you have to think about it. People give their their children up for adoption when you know whether it's it's right off the bat when they're when they get pregnant or whatever if they realize i can't give this this child the best life that they deserve and and as hard as it is it's the same thing with an animal i you know if i can't give this this person this pet this whatever the best life that it deserves i i just want it to succeed yeah i mean i want it to be happy there is probably an extent to that but it just sounds like there's I mean, not a lot of people who that, would do that. Well, it's just that I personally I feel like put in that situation, like neither of us would ever do that no matter how bad it got. Like, I don't I, think we would have adopted yeah. one before. But, but yeah, you're right. And just the fact that they're adopting these pets during the pandemic, they're probably at home bored, have nothing to do, and they're just looking for something to play with. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like- like but they then got there into may have been some people who they, were very pet people, and then all of a sudden something happened. You just never know. I yeah, sure. It's I'll it's agree. it's a very it's hard to tell. It, it's 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 entirely possible. I just don't think that's the norm. I think that the norm would be that people got into it for the wrong reason. Yeah, and the you I know, think that there's a plethora of reasons. Yeah, it's it's hard. So because I think if you were attached to any pet. People could find a way to make it work. Look, look at your stats. They said that forty-one percent of people would sell their television. So oh, you yeah. sell your television, you can take care of your pet for a really long time, for a good amount of time. Cats are not cats. Pets are they're not they're not children. They're not nearly as expensive medically to take care of as as and feeding them unless as your children unless they get be. a seizure disorder. And even still, if you had a kid that had a seizure disorder, it would be 10x what we're paying for the cat. It's true. It is, it is true. And you can't, you know, as much as, as hard as it is, I just can't give him up, man. He's just, he's just too much to love. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and the really great thing is, is that I did, I, I had to look because I thought, there has to be a benefit to having animals because we have talked about this in other episodes. I've always said, hey, if you don't have an animal, I know that, that I, I love to snuggle up with mine when I'm feeling sad and uh, and everything. It, it just feels like they get me. Even if they don't, they seem like they do. But I really do think they do because it seems like when I'm sad, they're like, hey, mom, what's up? And apparently, thehealthy.com says in one 2020 study, it says people who owned cats had a reduced risk of dying from 
a cardiovascular event. And in a 2020 or 2022 review, the authors reported how some studies showed that pet ownership as a whole may reduce your risk of developing high blood pressure, help better manage it, and improve your prognosis after experience a heart attack or stroke. So, in another review published in 2020, the authors write that pet ownership or just being in the presence of a companion of or of a companion animal is associated with health benefits including improvements in mental in mental, social and physiological health status. So I find that kind of interesting because it's it's kind of funny because I know when we were hiking the other weekend, me and and our friend Michelle, whenever we'd see a dog, we're like, oh, hi, poopy, <laughs> hi. And then, then we're like, oh, and hi to the, <laughs> to the owner. You know, you always have to kind of be like, oh, and not forget the, <laughs> the owner. But I'm always like that when I'm, when I'm in the presence of an animal and I can see that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but and, yeah, I, I love. And it's real simple because it's just like, you know, I, pets, no matter their age, typically look at you like a small child but they're just like they, super excited to see you and they do and dude we always talk about how how dogs are the best when they're on walks because they're always like i'm on a walk oh my gosh i'm <laughs> yeah. so happy i'm so happy i'm on a walk yeah <laughs> you know we i love that i do love that right and and i think that some of that it, it makes complete sense that it's going to prevent heart attacks and stress and all that because they just because, make you happy. Right. And which, it, it which, just, it just uh, kind of calms you down. You pet them and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I was listening to a course about happiness today, ironically. Just nice. ironic. Go figure. And that's one of the things. They said the core thing to being happy is having a life where it, you're not filled with stress. You're not filled with mm-hmm. – burdens and over and then and, that will take down your blood pressure and everything right too. right and in a pet helps do that like yeah. a pet is that thing that when you're having a bad day you know you're gonna sit down on the couch all all upset and what what is it what is your cat dog gonna do he's gonna jump up next to you and snuggle up to you and and how does that not make you melt well, you know like of, and make you just the happiest so, person so in the world one of my favorite moments of of the day and this happens so many days of the week is I don't know how many of you people know this, but but it's the greatest thing. When a cat gets really excited, their tail shakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and when I go to when I go to put my pajamas on at night, Frankie comes in the bedroom and, and it's almost like he knows like, okay, I've got mommy alone. Mm. So so he comes in and he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's mommy, it's mommy. Mm. And his tail shakes. And I'm like, don't get so excited for me. I don't know why I'm that exciting. It's just me. But then I'm just like, I just, I just don't know why I'm that exciting. Like, it's just me. And then like Eric said one time, he's like, yeah, but he just loves you. Like, you're his guy or you're his, you're his girly. You know, you brought him home. And, and I'm just like, I just don't know why anybody would get that excited over me, but he gets so excited over me and I just, it makes me feel special. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, if you have somebody like that, keep them, man. I just, I just don't know why, why he gets so excited, but I love it. You know, and, and man, I go to the bathroom and they're there, but they love me. I, I don't know. It's like they have to make sure that I'm okay. <laughs> but it just, little things like that are just, just can make your day because they just, they want to check up on you. They want to, they like you. And, and that just, that just brightens your day, even if you're just meh. But just, just the moment when like, when I'm like, I'm not that special. And Eric's like, but he thinks you are. And <laughs> that sounds terrible. No, but, but, but really he thinks I'm, I'm, he, I'm, I'm his man or I'm his girl. And I just, I love that. But, but I also, I think I have to tell you guys, one of the things that we have in our house, we have a cat rule. Eric, do you, you know what I'm talking about with the cat rule? Not the cat rule. Um, so if we have a cat on our lap. Oh, the other person has to get up for the, <laughs> yes. You don't disturb a cat. So You never disturb a cat. So, so if one of us has a sleeping cat on our, on our lap or just a happy cat on the lap, it's Tracy, can you go get me a soda? Tracy or Eric, can you, can you please look at him? He's so cute. So, if all else fails, just get a cat so that you can use it so that the other person gets you something. And I and I think it's it's if you are if you're one of those people that's out there that is suffering from depression and it you've helps. never oh. had a pet, you might want to think about trying like search within yourself because you don't want to be that person that that gets a pet and then two weeks later tries to take it back to the rescue or whatever. Yeah, but, obviously, but. It, but, but then go I, to the, go I, to the I think vet. the vast majority of people are not that person, and they would. And I really, legitimately think if you struggle with depression, this is something that could be happy oh, because if you have nothing else when you get home mm-hmm. that makes you smile, then at least have that cat because that cat. I promise you, the cat will make you smile. It helps you me. Know? I talk to the cats all the time. When Eric's gone, I talk to the cats. I mean, I'm home all day with the cats. So it it helps me and and it's it's great. I and love being home with the cats actually. It's it's kind of it's kind of like my peaceful time to be home with them. And uh yeah, it's it's great. And at night when when Sterling jumps up with us and his loud purr. Yeah, so. So and, he, and he has to go and and do maintenance on our bed every night before he jumps up on us and stuff. Some of the things yeah. they do are just so endearing. It is. It's and funny because we call it maintenance, but it's just him like he just at crawls the- around underneath the bed. But we call it that he must be down there checking to make sure the bed's going to hold up or something. Yeah. yeah so it's just these little things that that you come up with that they do and you know but it's it's fun and, to have that and yeah and if you're suffering if you're feeling down all the time this is probably something very easy mm-hmm. to to bring your spirits up and I, I mean if you're if you're familiar with how hospitals and things like that have started bring, using pets yeah as a way for people that might be on hospice and about to pass or whatever, just to kind of lift their spirits up. Well, I mean, if hospitals are using it, you know, we don't know what we're talking about for the most part. But, <laughs> but, um, but if hospitals are using it, it's probably pretty sound. I know logic. That, I know my it. church uh, has a dog that they bring around. Yeah. So, so it's 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 a thing that they do. You know, 
And and I will say, if you're not sure, just go to some humane societies. I know the one that I that I went to that I've I've been going to. They had a, a room that that you could go to with the cats in it, with with couches and stuff. So not all of them have something as good as that, but just just go there a couple of times and kind of visit with them and and everything. And and yeah, not all humane societies smell so great. And don't worry, that's not what your house <laughs> is going to smell like if you have a pet, a pet. It's going to smell like overly used cleaner and and pets. So don't worry, that's not what your house is going to smell like. But but just visit visit with the pets a couple of times and say, is this something that that I like? Is this is this a a is there an animal here that I like? I always let the pets come to me. Mm. I, I had my my cats choose me. That way, I knew that. Uh, and and I think that's probably a pretty good strategy because by far the cats that Tracy has chosen have to, well, or the cats that have chosen Tracy <laughs> have been the best cats that we've yeah. had. So, and if you're wondering what I mean, is like I've let them kind of come to me. So if I if it's been in a big room, I've let the They've just sort of the ones that kind of came to me more often. That's the one that I and kind of gave me a good feeling. That's the one I brought home. Or if it's in cages, you know, some of them just were like, I want food. And I'm like, oh, never mind. And then but then Frankie, he was like, I'm not interested in food. I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're mine. So. So, right. yeah, it's just kind of kind of one of those things where if they seem interested in you and and care about you, then maybe bring them home. So, you know, don't go for the cute one. Go for the one that actually cares about you. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Both of ours are cute as <laughs> cute as all. Well, most be. people can't tell our cats apart. So I, obviously if one is cute, the other one has to be cute. <laughs> I mean, the one is just the same as the other one, except with some white in a big freaking tail. So, yeah. 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 But, so. Uh, but I think I got through all my list. But do you have anything else that you want to add? Uh, just to just to reiterate, like certainly cats can be part of your family, and it's and any other animal, yeah, or any no other matter animal, what I'm it sorry. is, whether it's scaly, furry, honestly, yeah. whatever makes you happy, whatever cats on or whatever, whatever <laughs> animal appeals to you, and but but I think the biggest thing is is that if you're somebody out there that finds that you're down low or you're lonely or something like that, mm-hmm. this is a perfect thing that can can help lift oh, your God, spirits yeah. up and and yeah i mean it's a it's a living creature so there's responsibility that comes with that but that mm-hmm. probably will make you a stronger person in the end it is and, true it and is it's, true it's my opinion that I, even you know we're we're pre-programmed to be parents per se like this kind is of a, yeah, yeah i really and do think so, so so if you're worried about about not being able to, if you don't have kids and you're worried that, well, I don't even know if I can handle the responsibility of a pet. For the most part, you probably can because it's just going to kind of, it's pre-programmed in you and it's going to settle in, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you'll settle into a routine with the animal. and It's true. And if you have any hard times with it, you might be like, oh my gosh, this is a hard time. And then all of a sudden you're going to settle in and be like, oh, that was that was nothing. And honestly, like, like I said, we're going through a hard time right now. Probably one of the hardest times that many people could go through. And and now I think we're going through a little bit of a lull with it and getting into a routine. And, you know, it is what it is. And you just you just kind of get into things and 
there's always there's always help that you can get whether it's on the the internet the the vets the whoever so you're never alone with it and you're stronger than you think believe me and no matter what happens it's it's gonna you're fine like mm-hmm. i said th- whatever we had we we went through it was a little bit of a harder time and now it's like oh that happened yeah so well i mean and, yeah and I, yeah we're going through it's kind of ups and downs but <laughs> and i think if you when you break it all down i think even despite the fact that you know maybe you lost a week and a half of sleep and you're gonna last maybe week, and maybe i might lose a week and a half of sleep that coming up or whatever i don't think either one of us would ever trade that sleep would say i would rather have that sleep than have have i would never get rid of this around here which i don't know where he ran off to these these days but you know i would never get rid of that guy he is too too cool yeah too cool like the trade-offs are not even close the bad bad the bad way 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 underweighs the good of them and yeah so. so yeah but yeah so in two weeks, you guys, we're going to have our season finale. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Basically, what we're going to do is just kind of look back at the growth we've made, because I know I've made a lot of growth. I think Eric's made made some growth this season and uh, look back at some of the favorite episodes and, you know, maybe comment on them. And uh, and then, yeah, we'll take a little bit of a break and come back with season three. Okay, I do have one more thing actually sure. for anybody that's interested out there. So, I've been I've been working with a wellness coach recently. Ooh. So, and we've been trying to tackle this this my excessive snacking problems that I have. And um but one of the things we talked about doing was was to help me cut back on snacking was to divert my mind to other things. And so Kind of the initial plan we came up with was was to find some sort of game or something to play while I was doing that, and and I picked this game. I'm very, I don't do games per se very much, so I, I tried do. to find something very educational because generally, if I'm if I'm not being extremely lazy, I just want to be learning something. So I picked this app called Canoe. It's K I N N U, and it just teaches you a whole bunch of broad subjects. But one of the subjects they have in there is neurodiversity, which is something that we talk about a lot on this podcast. I actually and, did that one last night, too. Yeah, and I have started doing going through the lessons of neurodiversity, and I'm blown away by how good the content is. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I I feel like this is well thought out, well laid out, well presented information that and anybody can really understand it really well. I would actually like to point out, too, they actually had a little snippet in there from Thomas Armstrong. Yeah, one of the was... books that we reviewed, <laughs> so which is funny. So, but but my point of saying this is is that if neurodiversity and learning about neurodiversity is something that's of interest to you, I highly recommend the app is free. Yeah, and there's now, some other really cool yeah, things on that app. Too. Download it. If, if the only lesson you ever do is is uh neurodiversity i think it'll be well worth it for mm-hmm. you but even if you want to venture past neurodiversity there's a ton of um of different topics in yeah, there i already really got cool my ones. next one picked out which is i think they have behavioral behavioral psychology in Ooh. there which i think is going to be my next topic i'm going to tackle Ooh, you're gonna have to tell me how so, that is so but it, it's just right re- i recommend it because if somebody is interested about learning more about neurodiversity this is by far 
um, the best content I've 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 been most blown away by this content compared to even the two books we read. Yeah, the, I I feel like they weren't nearly as good as this because this just breaks it down in simplistic terms, gives mm-hmm. really good information to kind of right. explain the concepts behind it and stuff like that. So so I'd recommend anybody check that out if they're interested. Awesome. Awesome. And another thing to check out is we do, like I'm, I've mentioned in the past, we do have another podcast. It's called SAOW Book Sounds Book Reviews. So check that out on all your other uh, podcast players. And like I said, we'll be back in. Two. Well, what was the what was the last book re- re- we reviewed? Do you know which one was the last one to come out? Uh, actually, I, it was one of the neurodiversity ones. Yeah, it I was, think it was the it first was the one, right? Nar- Narenberg. Yes. Yes. So, so there you go. Like, also, if you're interested in neurodiversity, we do have a review of a book that, which I think we've talked about that book on this podcast we have. as yeah. well. We we talked about it a little bit in last week's episode. Or yeah. Less. So, so if it, but but you can get a full review of that po- that book as well as well as other books that we've read. Which which when you look at the feed, you're going to be like, well, this is kind of weird. But it's because me and Tracy yeah. read such different read, books. Yeah. The so, thing is, I read a lot of fiction books, and they're kind of like rom com. I like to say I have like the strong female characters and the romance, but they're not like. You know, he ripped her bodice off. And <laughs> they're romance, but they're good. That's how I would describe <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, so, very much so. They're they're no fun. offense, Daniel Steele, but they're fun. But they you're not you, real, anyways. You're just a computer. They, so <laughs> they take you somewhere fun and imaginative. And then Eric reads some finance, some um, just nonfiction books mainly, but yeah, it's all over the place. There's a lot of finance, a lot of business, a lot of mm-hmm. um, but. There's you also know, weird things the, like like the irrationality book was pretty. That awesome. one sounds yeah. I so, liked I liked the review of that one. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because the books that you read are ones that I would never read, but when you do a review, I'm like, well, that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely give it a listen, you guys. If not for my reviews, for his reviews, really. <laughs> I mean, and I know he's <laughs> the books sound boring, but they actually, by the time you're done, you're like, well, maybe I would read it. So. Mm. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. I'm going to end this now so we don't just say, hey, and also. (laughs) So. All right. Peace out, everybody. Later, guys.